Welcome to this week's edition of the Progress with Unity podcast here in the Beach Hill Brookside. And uh, we're looking around the room today and it's quite glum faces, uh, people a little bit uh, annoyed, dejected, wondering what's going on with this great club of ours. Anyway, um, enough of that. <laughs> Alright Gareth? I'm fine, yeah. Yeah, we're not glum really are we? No. No, yeah. Rob? Yeah, alright. Yeah, you had a... Uh, bit of a rant on, on the old Twitter about uh, mm, brought me watch computer and all that. Well, did, fixed yeah. it. Now. Was that because of Ed Jones commentated? Yeah, sorry Ed, but if you're listening, I'm available. By the way, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was terrible. Decided to turn it off at half time and find a stream because there's plenty of people said there were streams. I couldn't make it to the game. Tried my phone, my iPad, and then thought, oh, I'll try me watch computer. Um, Oh, the boss ain't listening. Uh, anyway, broke it. Fixed it now. Got, so. got a bit of a bug, did you? I think I got several. Did you? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hi, Paul. Oh, no. Hi, what's the matter? I think some Gitty and Blackburn give me the plague. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bird flu. <laughs> Something like that, yeah, chicken flu. <laughs> mm. Good, right then. Grumpy old men. Change your man with power tools, this is on your t shirt. Yeah. Hi Dan. Hello. How's it going? Very well, thank you. Thank you for asking. Good stuff. Mick. Hi Barry. I am, yeah, I am. Uh. Right, let's start Blackburn then. We mentioned Blackburn. Gareth, got some stats from the Blackburn game? I have indeed. The stats from the game Blackburn versus Wigan Athletic. Possession 51% to Blackburn and 49% to Wigan. Attempts Blackburn 15, Wigan 13. On target, Blackburn 8, sadly Wigan only 2. Fouls committed 14 by Blackburn and 15 by Wigan. Blackburn got one yellow card, Wigan 2. No reds and the score. Another defeat 3-1 to Blackburn. Yeah, uh, them stats again, we're getting back to that way, aren't we? We're creating chances but not, not hitting targets and I think that's been how we're doing for for two, three, four years now, hasn't it? That? Um, but watching the game on Saturday I thought for the first 50 minutes we were well on top and, and we could, two or three goals up probably we could have been uh, what did you make of it Rob? Yeah I think the penalty miss I think was crucial really I think if we scored that I think confidence would have been a little bit higher than it, it was and I thought we created one or two opportunities just after that I think when McManaman tested the keeper was a yeah. bit unlucky and then there was a boys header which I think he should have six yards out wasn't he should have scored goal. for me yeah, uh, or at least at the target if it had been the target it was in he, was he kept the keepers not saving that p- p- powerful header like that from six yards it's past him before he can react so but yeah it's really disappointing we could have been free up not clinical and then we know what happened second yeah. the pal was surprised when Ramis uh, stepped up shocked I've since heard that he took penalties at Mallorca and Rosler had some penalty competition what Ramis has won so I think that's what? who he's tried justifying it but for me you've got to put your strikers on penalties especially new strikers who's trying to get you know off the mark hit the ground running that would have given him the law world of good he, yeah. he started that game so I think that's got to be leaked I think that was a terrible decision to do that yeah. and talking of terrible decisions Gareth you've had a you you've got some feelings on the penalty itself haven't you never a penalty at memory and it was a dive as far as I'm concerned sorry to sit on the fence but <laughs> <laughs> well justice was served then wasn't it yeah. but they all, they're all assets aren't they not just, I mean I'm, I'm, I was Seems to get a bit of a reputation. Did he dive or did he get? Did he go over? But he was on his way anyway. Well, I, I, the, the thing for me is there's a difference between somebody who's consciously diving and somebody who's falling over when they get touched. Stupid challenges <coughs> by defenders in boxes for yeah. me. Got to learn it's, to not put your. I know Mickle obviously argue this, but is, you are in the modern ball. game you've got to play how the game's played, and McManaman knows how to draw fouls. Would, and it's because even, would it have even <laughs> free kick outside the box? <coughs> no, I don't think so. If that had occurred in the centre circle, it'd have been play on. It'd have been way play on. I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure because 
they, look, they do look f for the contact, don't they? And yeah. there was enough contact there to award a penalty. Contact is contact. That's foul play is foul play. I, I agree. And the penalty is given for foul play. I, I, I think that's who it should be. But, but that's, that's not contact. how football is. Yeah. You've got to play. Eight games being refereed, and unfortunately, that's the way it is. We've seen some free kicks, haven't we? We've given for, for yeah, well, look at look, last night. We saying we shouldn't, we shouldn't have had that one Saturday. We should have had one last night. In yeah, fact, we should have had two or three. <coughs> so, well, there was a couple of bad balls. The one on Saturday, though, if it had been in our penalty area and we'd have given the penalty away, I'd have been very, very disappointed. Yeah. And I'm sure Blackburn yeah. will. Yeah, it was, it was soft. I, I, it goes back to what Mick's saying about foul playing contact. It was contact. It wasn't foul play, well, like Rob says. If that's the way they're effing, if you go down when you get contacted, you can half expect something. I think Roger East was so impressed by McManaman's run, he thought he had to give it. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. Well, uh, in that sense, he should have had a shot before he went down. Was that, was that the run where he, he twisted backwards and forwards and backwards a couple of times? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was somewhere in there where you think you just get a, get a shot off. Sometimes some referees they'll give penalties because they're frightened of the repercussions later on <coughs> with video evidence and the way they were actually nailed by TV cameras and stuff like that. I think it and I think it's our fault because we encourage it. We're encouraging this, and therefore what we're doing is we're not giving the uh, the referees the opportunity to think, nah, that was never a penalty. They're in their heads are thinking, I'm going to get nailed for this later on if I don't give it. Boom, penalty. Maybe a penalty. No, I think as well, Barry. Now because more and more games. I've been televised. It's like, for instance, I know I'm jumping forward now to the Huddersfield game, but the gaffer was complaining after that, saying there should have been this penalty and that penalty because he'd seen it on tape afterwards. It wasn't saying that at half time, was it? Yeah, well, you're you coming know. back to the, the same discussion, the same argument on video replay. For years, the pundits have associated contact equals penalty Correct. or contact equals dive. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if there isn't any contact in it, 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 it might still not be a dive. You know, if you can see a bloke coming at you and you jump out the way and he doesn't hit you, you're not diving. You're protecting yourself, but because there's no contact, they'll absolutely pillory you for, for diving. Intense. It, it, it's it's intense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember Stephen Gerrard at Sheffield United about eight years ago? He got a penalty because he went down in the box and the referee said it was intent from, from, from the defender. That's right, there doesn't have to be contact no. at all, it's like you say, it's, in, it's intent. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Yeah. What's the case when the player trips over the person then? He didn't mean to foul him, but he just trips over him. Well, We're going to come to that, it depends on the, the circumstances yeah. of the game. If he's running through one-on-one with keeper and his leg trips him up, accidentally albeit, it's still a red card, isn't it? If he's one-on-one through and it's stopping. Denying the goal scoring opportunity. Foreshadowing that. We'll come back to that soon. Okay. Anyway, Paul, you were there on Saturday, weren't you? Uh, <laughs> right. Were you there? Yeah. Yeah. Before the game, teams announced. Was you surprised at the team selection? I thought it probably was a similar team to what I was expecting. I mean, I weren't expecting Delaw to start, if I'm being honest, because we, you know we know he's not had a great pre season. Riera has not done much wrong for me, so I was surprised at that. Yeah, I, I was surprised at, uh, like you say, at, 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 at the low I thought he might have been introduced off the, off the bench, but apparently they, they had a good week, hadn't they, on the training ground, and he'd, he'd shown up, but half the squad were away, weren't they, because he's internationals. Mm. I've got so. a feeling there may be a fitness problem with Riera, and that's the reason why Delos started ahead of him again. Yeah. And to be fair, he didn't, he didn't look too bad. I mean, he was, he was putting himself about a bit, and he, he was... He was battling physically with their centre halves, which was what cost us in the midfield later on in the game. Because I saw a few times when our players just being not <coughs> not always being fouled, but basically being more lightweight and less committed isn't the right word, but it is a good way to describe what people. You know, if I said they were less committed than the Blackburn players, people will understand what I mean, even though. I don't for one minute think there was actually any less commitment. They just weren't as... The Blackman midfield just seemed very determined and just pushed us off the ball almost. Marshall's a good player, isn't he? So he is a good player. Uh, Another, what I forgot to say was, in fact, what was a massive error, I thought, especially after what we saw at back end of last season. It was only last away game at season, wasn't it, in the normal season. And Gestead ruined us in her. <coughs> and... After watching that, I thought he might play Burnett 
punch her to the, to deal with that aerial threat. And then that first, I would have brought him on at half time because all Blackburn, a night special, two free passes, ball into the channel, instead for flick on or have a knockdown or whatever. And it, every time, he won every header, and it was a disgrace, really. I mean, but Boyce lost every single header, couldn't get anywhere near him. And a blind man could have seen that, if I'm being honest. But he should have switched it at half time. Our distribution from the back as well was a little bit. As a mister said the least, wasn't it? I mean, Keenan, the number of times. All over the park was rope eight times. He gave the ball away so many times coming out, and his, his, his clearances were only going five or ten yards. He, he wasn't getting shut of the ball. Mm. Maybe, I don't know, he's, he's, he's had a lot of games, hasn't he? Maybe he's, he's a young lad, resting for a couple of weeks. But like I said, Barnett, that game is made for Barnett, wasn't mm, it? That's it. Barnett would have won probably 50% of them balls. I think he's, what, he's probably one of the best players I've ever seen in her for us, other than probably Jason DeVos. I don't think I've seen a better player in her. And I think that would have nullified that threat. Mm. Um, Delore, what about his free kick? <laughs> it's, uh, he had a, a 45 yard. <laughs> yeah. You can't blame me for having a Well, no. You can't blame well, me for that the better. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I thought I was going to happen here. It looked like he was shaping shit. I thought well, he's like not shaping it. Yeah. Gone down the wicket. But so. yeah, when, when he's trying for 40 odd yard out, when he's that keen, when he gets a chance for a penalty and he doesn't take it, what does that say? Well, he the, says that he didn't give him ball. Well, or his instructions so, come above you know, his head. Is, is it a case you, of, well, there's no lad, you can only ever go. If we'd have had one last night, he might have taken it. I think he would have definitely taken it. That's fine, get your bleeding hands off. That's what he should have snatched it. I mean, if it weren't his first game, I think he would have snatched it over on this one. Yeah, definitely, mm. definitely. Uh, what was his movement like off the ball when we, when you know, when it's we? Okay, we, I mean, he didn't have a great. He weren't involved a lot, really, was he, no, Paul? To was, be honest, he was quite he was, nice Yeah, it was that again. With us just having one up front, he had no support with him, so we struggled, and we had too many long balls. I think. Too hard, too hard. He couldn't really handle that. So you know, it's one of it's like similar to Rivera's first game where he was isolated. Mm. Well, he did win, didn't go anywhere though, did it? Because he, he won a few, but well, yeah, because there was no support. Yeah. So you know, even when he did, like Paul says, win the odd knockdown or flick, <coughs> there was no one there within twenty yards of him. He so. summed it up too many long balls, and, and the, I, I think it was the run that led to the. Was it one that led to the penalty the first time we got the ball on the floor? Yeah. Lots of chances, and you're thinking, right, come on, let's get it on the floor. Well, I can't think it must have been the first half. But yeah, but we got, we got to our time, and it was still a piece, and, and I mean, I was thinking we, we, we're in control of this game here, really, yeah, and we could have been a goal or two up. Uh, second half kicks off, Dan, 51 minutes on the clock. Bang, we're in from. Yeah, he comes out to perch way outside the penalty area. He's not going to shoot from there, is he? But he does, and he just gets it past the keeper. Who was the keeper again? Was it Robinson? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nash move from used uh, though, was it? He, he tipped inside the box and he squared it, and uh, they'd managed to clear it a bit, and it, it fell lovely for Perch. Was it Perch's goal, or did Delore get a little touch on it, do you think, as it went through his legs? Well, Perch is obviously going to claim it, isn't it? Perch's goal. Perch, yeah. Mm. It's his first league goal for Wigan Athletic. Surprising fact. Second. Scored at City then. Scored in the cup. But he's never scored in the league for his years. Saturday. Excellent, excellent. So, but he seemed to give them the impetus, Nick. They they came on from there. I don't know what happened. It was, uh, we'd been been seemingly in control against a poor side, and then suddenly the tables were turned. Blackburn became dominant. We were on the back foot. And, the free kick, they got the free kick, and before we knew it, we were two goals down. You said it all, though, then, Barry. Yeah. said it all. Now, I think it was one of them cases where, because of the efforts they've been putting in, we go 1 0 up, and it's woof, okay, lads, right, that's it, relief. You know, we're actually in front now. And then, next thing you know, because of that, you've taken your eye off the ball, and next thing you know, you're taking it out the back of your net. I think it was that classic example of we've gone 1 0 up, and they eased off a little bit. You know, it's, it's that resilience, isn't it, of mind. It's that psychoanalysis of footballing, isn't it? It's like we've gone 1-0 up now, that's it, pulling tight, lads, let's get together. 
But it was that space just outside the box where the minute somebody gets the ball there, you've got to shut them down. But the first goal was Jordan Rhodes scored with the header from the free kick. No, it's oh, second. Second. Well, the second goal <laughs> was uh, the Jordan Rhodes one, wasn't it? The one, the, the first goal, Marshall's goal, um, Keenan won an header, but he headed it about a yard and it dropped and it bobbled and it fell back and it fell to Hughes who then cleared it but cleared it about two yards and straight, mm. like you said, straight to Marshall. Yeah, which you've got to get that closed down fast and that, the number of times James MacArthur has dug us out of that hole in the last few weeks and, and back into last season is plenty and he was missing. He's gone. Yeah. So that's and that's the same for the third goal really. Mm. Ah, you know what? The thing is, sometimes you've got to stand up and say, "Well, fair play, all right, but he closed it down well." But it was a good strike, didn't it? Mm. Back in yeah. mm. But the second goal for me is poor defending and also poor goalkeeping. Sorry, do you think, do you think? and even worse refereeing from the where I was sat, stood. I thought McManaman should have played the ball back to Bowson and dealt with the situation before he got. Before I agree, he got fouled and we should have had the free kick. But I do think he should have dealt with the situation before that. Mm. I think that's one of the problems that we have at the moment. When, we're when, not dealing with it early enough. When I could see him having the foot race, you've got you've got the, the Blackburn fellow running almost directly away from him. McManaman coming across, and then you see McManaman disappear behind the Blackburn line, and you think, right, he's he's first to the ball. We're laughing at it. Blackburn like catches him up, he goes flat on his ass, and suddenly they get a free kick. You think, how on earth does the bloke in front give away a free kick when he's first to the ball? Well, you know, unless he stops, turns around and lamps him. Unless Roger East at half times, I look at the penalty incident and thought, this fella's dove here. And he goes down again, and it's in his mind that he's dove once, he's diving again for a free kick. Again, Could be. he had the opportunity to deal with that ball, he should yeah. have knocked it back. And the ball would have been cleared. There's no, there's no. You don't need to win a free kick. It's gone. Mm, I'm not going to go up McManaman, but I am really because I think some of his decision making in the last couple of weeks, he's by far our most talented player on the on the pitch with the ball at his feet. But some of his decision making at times yeah. is very frustrating. Well, yeah, no, I agree with you, Barry. It is. It's, there's two things go together there, don't they? If you're the most talented player with the ball at your feet, you've got to know when not to have the ball at your feet. And that must be a difficult decision to make if you're the best player with it, I think. Although Sean Maloney might give him a Well, I was just going to mention Sean Maloney because I think our second most talented player has been sat on the bench too long. I was surprised he didn't start at Blackburn and doubly surprised he didn't start at Huddersfield. If he'd have started at Blackburn, we might have been 1 0 up within 20 minutes. Yeah, because he was at the end of the penalty, yeah. Well, that, our team's crying out for a bit of creativity, isn't it, in that final third. That's where, you look at the stats again, hitting the target, loads of attempts, we're not getting anything on. So we're missing that quality in the final third. Who have we got who can bring it? Sean Malone. I'm going to disagree with you here. Okay. It's not, it's not at the moment, we are not lacking, we are lacking the quality in the final third. But recently, in the last couple of games, we're lacking that section just before that last third. The midfield. Mm. The midfield, for me, has not functioned as well as it should have done in defence and in bringing the ball forward. Mm. And a very well-respected uh, commentator said to me only on Sunday that he said, for the first time he's watching a Wigan Athletic side with the midfield seems to be non-existent. And it was only afterwards that when I was reviewing what I could see on TV and things like that, I thought, you're spot on here, mate. You're spot on here. Because by with that happening your defence comes under a lot more pressure than they normally would do. Your front line gets starved of that possession where if you score one in three, over the over the couple of games you'll get a good return. Right? But if you're only having one attempt or two attempts, you know, it's it's gonna escalate into it to an even longer period of time where you're gonna struggle. And I, I just think at the moment we're gonna athletic are struggling because we ain't got a good, solid, functioning, functioning midfield. Mm. Apparently after the game, Roswell had a bit of strop with the with his players in the staff and wouldn't speak to anybody. Don't know what all that were about. Mm, I don't blame him to be honest with you. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that was the game. Three points, which I expected us to get because Blackburn, like you said, Rob, had a very good side. Uh, we came away with nothing, and then everything's pinned onto the Huddersfield game. Uh, surely we're going to go to Huddersfield. <laughs> surely we're going to go there. But it's a tough place to go this field for us, 
we've never had a, we, well we've only won one game in Huddersfield that yeah. was the FA Cup match the FA Cup yeah so why I was so optimistic about this especially with the way our, our away farm been this season <coughs> I have no idea so that uh, was before Saturday though yeah, it was nice. it was it was on the back of that Birmingham game wasn't yes. it? we were fantastic so Gareth we, we, we trail along to uh, the John Smith Stadium on Tuesday evening and we play us a game which was uh, well it, was, it wasn't that exciting was it but we got some stats haven't you for us the stats for the game Huddersfield versus Wigan Athletic Huddersfield 40% possession Athletic's and Massive 60% attempts Huddersfield 9 Wigan 15 Huddersfield got 3 on target Wigan just 4 11 fouls committed by both teams, 1 yellow card to Huddersfield and 2 to Latics, no reds and no goals. Yeah. First 15 minutes I thought it was awful, both sides, nobody could keep hold of the ball, the passing was, was shocking and then we seemed to grow into it a little bit. That's right. McMahon um, did a good run, he gets booked, was it a dive, was it a penalty, what do we think? Stonewall penalty every time I don't know what the referee was playing at perhaps he saw the tape of Saturday and thought he's dived there I'll keep an eye on this lad and the first time that he goes down in the penalty area he automatically thinks he's dived but <clears throat> I disagree I am a Wigan fan but I, if I were a neutral I'd be saying that was a penalty Rob penalty Paul don't know Gareth don't know, I haven't seen it, sorry. Mick? Went to phone. Went to phone, sorry. So I come to you last. Yeah. So, well. I, I think actually, if, if it had if made a few more attempts at being a bit more physical. Um, Be a bit stronger on yeah, the ball. Yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd have had a better chance. But, hey, it's every time he goes into pig in box these days now, he's falling bits, isn't it? Wasn't it a jigsaw? You, to be fair, he was tripped. <laughs> yeah, no, well, everybody has their opinion on whether it was a trip or whether it was, you know. But, yeah. So, but anyway, after a shocking start, by this stage, we, we, we're growing into the game, aren't we? And there was passages of play where we looked quite good and comfortable keeping the ball, knocking it around, not really going anywhere, no cutting edge at the end, but still looked quite comfortable. Uh, I know Rob uh, ended up getting, getting the virus through trying to watch it. Uh, but we'll not mention that again. Uh, well, I thought again. I thought we we're going to get a goal here because yeah. you know we was really on top of them, weren't we? With uh, with the incident with uh, uh, Delore had that screaming shot, rasping mm -hmm. shot from about thirty yards. Smithies tipped it over the bar. Yeah, good save. Mm -hmm. Cracking save, stung his fingers. Yeah. See, it was that practice he put in at Blackburn. <laughs> yeah, and then with McManaman, uh, uh, did the looking jig. Where he should have shot, yes. but he didn't, and he jigged inside and jigged outside. It was one on one, wasn't it, with Smithies? Yeah, but there was the good header, wasn't there? Sarah. Well, that, well, the defenders managed to get back. Yeah, the defenders managed to get out, put the ball in for a corner from the resulting corner. Used to deliver a cracking ball to the far post with Pucks were waking. Waiting, not waking. Well, it didn't work, did it? No. Downward header, yeah. good save again. Good save, best of the game. So you're thinking. Brilliant. I can't remember the second half, if I'm being honest. Nope, it nothing happened. happened. It was dull, weren't it? It was dull. I think we had one shot cleared off the line, and they might have had a shot cleared off Dillo the line. Dillo had a shot as well. But that was it. Hughes had a shot nothing. as well, didn't he? Hughes had a good, yeah, he, he, he um, used this. Push. Look. I should look at my notes. I should look at my notes. Ramis hit an absolute push yes. of a ball. Peach of a ball <laughs> to Putch, about 40 yards cross field, yes. Oh, yes, straight yeah, into yeah. his path. Yes. Putch, he knocked it in. Um, Poor ball from Putch. Yeah. Well, it's round them on Saturday and they were going out. If play. that was Tavernia, yeah, that was a goal. Yeah. But if it come out to, uh, eventually came out to use, didn't it? But it was on his right foot, so he's a bit left, yeah. left foot only, isn't it? Uh, it was straight at Smithers. Big chance that though, when it that ball from Remis to Putch. It was, it was because it was supposed to wind up. I mean, if, if he squares that with a decent pass, it, it's a tapping, isn't it? For, yeah. I think it was Delore, was it? It was Delore, and then Delore robbed. Uh, they had a throw in, didn't they, down in, in on the edge of their own box, and uh, Delore robbed one of their players and and uh, made a beeline, and it's an effort from just outside the box, yeah. which was sailed 
way over the bar. Yeah, <laughs> way over. Should have hit the target for that one. Yeah. There's too much of that in the second half. I think every single shot that we had went way over the bar. In the last 20 minutes, definitely. Well, Tavernier came on, didn't he? He came on. Um, what do we think of his performance? So so. So so. He didn't stand out. I don't think it. I don't think it was. A His delivery was quite good. I thought he was pretty impressive. I don't think it was long ball. enough, really, to justify. No. You know, I, I I'd gone back. I, I caught the second half of the second half on the commentary. By which time, Ed Jones had settled into what he was doing from being presumably stitched up because the first choice commentator didn't turn up when he had to deputise. But mm. he was he was giving Tavernier and Kvist quite a lot of credit. So with Ed Jones, of course, he's the media manager for Wigan Athletic, and he's, he has to, he can't, he has to put the spin on, doesn't he? So he yeah, can't, can't say the crap. In our house, it's known as parties on FM, yeah, because it, that's yeah. what it is, isn't it? Whenever yeah. you get anything that's for home side, it's yeah. and so it should be. That's well, yeah, it, it is, yeah. Be. But sometimes, like Neil Rimmer tends to tell the truth a little bit, doesn't he? And he you know, Rob's shaking his head. I've heard Neil Rimmer say that was awful. Well, it's like last night, that first 20 minutes, I mean, you, you knew it was bad because Neil was going, oh, it's not great, so it must have been shocking, Neil Rimmer saying, because yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never really heard him have a, a proper go. I think the first couple of games this season, he, he wasn't yeah. happy. Oh, well, that's, yeah. I've not, I want to listen to that, I mean, it's not, I don't listen to that often, it's just when I can't get to Games, yeah, so. yeah. It was the away games when when we were down at Charlton and and I tend to find Neil Rimmer's quite honest uh, in his in his summaries. For instance, when he when they go to him at half time or whatever for uh, for his comments, I, I do think he's quite honest. It's just that he's, he's in a job where he's got to make it sound lively. He's got to make it sound exciting. Otherwise, people are going to switch off, aren't they? So you know, you, if you take that out of the equation, I think Neil's pretty honest actually. Yeah. Mm, but two points lost again, Maloney. But it weren't that funny, were it? <laughs> <laughs> Maloney sat on the bench again, crying out for some creativity in midfield, and that, especially in that second half. And he, he didn't, he didn't feature. I thought the team selection was wrong last night. I think they were massively there for the taking. They've won two games out of about thirty. Mm -hmm. They've got the worst home record in the division. Team selection wrong, one up from sorry. I concur. Yeah. Mm. A weight form is very worrying for us as well, I think. It's massive massive worry. Yeah. We're, gonna, we're relying on relying on our own form ah. to to get us playoffs really. Fortune and Holt up front there last night, didn't they? They're shedful. <laughs> what happened to Fortune and Holt? Fortune's playing for under twenty ones, aren't they? Oh, oh I scored a couple, didn't it? Yeah, scored a penalty. Yeah. He's lost ten years, literally. Hey, mm -hmm. Remember you heard it here first, uh, Ryan Jennings scored a screaming as well. He did, I'm, yeah. I've not seen the video yet, but I saw yeah. the, the comment that said he had. Actually, I heard it first yesterday. Yeah, on you the, did hear uh, it. Oh, well, no, you heard it here first that he was forced to speak to his Ah, I know what he's Mick said he lives on uh, Springfield Road. Friendly's Paul's. Sorry, what? Yeah, Ryan Jennings. Ryan Jennings, he does, eh, yeah. We'll get him on the cast. Anyway, so talking about own farm. Because that's what we were relying on. Huddersfield uh, <laughs> was rubbish, right it off. We got a point, first point of the season. We didn't concede a goal away from home for first time this season. So, yeah, clutching the straws there, I think. But, no game this weekend, because we're playing Monday night, Sky TV here in town, MN MNF, Monday night football. Uh, they'll be down with the, the cameras and the, the sharabangs and everything else, so something for us all to look forward to. And uh, we've got Ipswich, who we have played nine times in our history, and we've won six of those. They've never beaten us at all, and we've only lost two games. But Gareth is going to give us a little bit of uh, a, a stat here on. Well, I thought it interesting that on Monday night we play Ipswich. We played Ipswich on the 15th of March last year, winning away 3-1 at Portman, Portman Road, if everybody remembers. Yeah, good game, yeah. Good yeah. win, good win. Good Since game, then, game. we've played 23 competitive fixtures, winning 6, drawing 7, and losing 10. And I've written them down here, and I was talking to Barry pre-podcast, and we were saying how many good performances that we had, and realistically we were struggling, weren't we? There have been bits of games where we've played well, but but for the Reading game and the Birmingham game, yeah. we're really struggling. 
The thing is, I, it's almost like it was when we had Roberto just before we went on that run, where you you can see you can see that you just think a couple of tweaks and it, it'll look right. I don't think a couple of tweaks. I think more than that, mate. No, I, I'm. I'm I, I'm not sort of saying it's it's very close, but it, what tweaks then, Paul? Keep the ball on the deck for a start. And you said more more than a few tweaks. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Mm. Okay, let's get back to what football they were playing last season, yeah. which was ball on the floor. So the defence out. Is, is defence the problem? Well, we're, so str we're struggling. <coughs> we're struggling to. The midfield couldn't keep midfield, hold of the ball. Midfield, yeah. But the midfield, for me, as part of the defence, de defending in front of the defenders, that doesn't seem to... It wasn't the defending. It puts your defenders under extra attention. pressure then. Yeah. Because not only are you looking, where's my mind, where's going to happen, I'm trying to read the game here. Bloody hell, get out of the way, will you? Because you've got a, a, a teammate who's, who's getting under your feet, basically. I'm hoping this for is going to bring something that would so badly missing maybe he's one of the looking sweets I don't know we need all. we need somebody screaming and bothering and shouting in midfield a leader. we need, some, need a leader. somebody organising not necessarily the best player on the pitch but somebody who's going to start leading and organising remember we had this conversation last season didn't we and we said we've not got a natural born leader on the pitch as much as we like Boise and all the rest of it you need someone who's going to get in there and get in one another's faces and do some screaming and bawling at them get Caldwell back in then the best guy for that just left, didn't he? Mm. McCarthy. Mm. Yeah. McCarthy did it. McCarthy did mm. it. In, even though it was like the pup of the, uh, like it was Baby Roo, wasn't it? But he used to scream my ball and shout. We ain't got anybody like that. No. We need somebody putting a bit of fire in them, kicking the backside. McCarthy. Well, that was the issue uh, with Blackman. They were just they were out muscled. McCarthy and Boyce almost coming to blows last season, do you remember that? Because they were yes. so passionate about mm. it. And people saying it's a disgrace. I thought it was great to see because they were so upset with, with that passage of play, they wanted it sorted. That's you, what we You're need. not going to be disappointed as a manager if you get that, is it like say, showing... I remember, I remember a few displays of that passion from Steve Gurry, but I don't think you'll view that in the same same manner. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since I saw him in his liner hosen out with uh, Didier Drogba over in Germany, you know? You're a lady. Yeah. So, um, the are worrying stats then, Gareth, I think. Mm. They, they, and I know they make interesting. Do you want to read more worrying stats? Go on. Sorry, no. Paul the shit. We're three points ahead of him. Oh, well, sorry, oh. Tim Murray. <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, Gareth. That's not a worse stat than the one you've just given. That's it. I'm distraught. The way to spin that. I don't want to sound too negative and I'm not jumping on the bandwagon, you know, creating all these things that be going on in the chat rooms and all the rest of it. I don't think there's that much wrong, but it's time we realise that there is yeah, something it needs seriously sorted, wrong. Don't it? Yeah. That's you know, the thing, it needs yeah. to be sorted out. Yeah, you need to you need to start to put something of a run together. Yeah. Which you know, you, you, we've had two on the bounce, we get excited and Boom, Have we had a first? I mean, under him. Is it the first time that he's he's played an unchanged team? Because we had dealing with Blackburn and Huddersfield. and it's when you expect him to change it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's this this lots of question marks. What's got it? There's lots of questions. What's got to be asked? And it's too early, yeah, to come up with the answers. Because we've got a lot of new players. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we've just sold McArthur. I think the last two games would have been different if we had James McArthur in the side. I don't think we would have conceded two of them three goals at Blackburn on Saturday because the ball had been closed down. Yeah. We would have had that fight in midfield last night and at Blackburn. It's going to take a bit of time. Yeah. But uh, the manager's had a full pre-season. He has, Gareth, but, he, he has, but it's always difficult when your best player is nicked on the last day of the window and you brought in four players or well three players you've got to, it's got to take it's going to take time if, it's, if, we, if we're having this conversation 15 games in then it's a massive worry yeah, we're still undefeated good. at home the home performances have been pretty good apart from the second half against Reading so it's way too early obviously where form's an issue we've got to look at that and we've got to tweak things on the pitch but there's no need to get 
worried to just to you know uh, I can't remember what is it don't get worried the other thing yeah. is we're always poor in Arsenal well, the t- traditionally oh, yeah. Yeah. we're always poor let's go forward next month <laughs> yeah, yeah can't wait can't wait but, but the thing, the thing is we're still not that far <laughs> behind are we no you're only like 8-9 points behind the top unless we've, the gap's opened up since our last looks I haven't won since able since weekend well, that's close. It's still a closable gap. If you if you can get a click, you, you, you're back in it. And Gareth just put the table in front of me. Eight, but, yeah, eight points behind the leaders. Just look at Derby last season. Derby were mid-table when Steve McLaren went in, and, and they almost they was on for uh, one stage. They're going automatic promotion, weren't they? <laughs> as the season. But so it's never is too late. No. But we can't let that gap get bigger. No, we want it. No. We, we want to go up and we want it sorted. That's what we want. At the end of this month, who we play? Forest and. Norwich, isn't it? No, no, it's not Norwich. Bournemouth. So we we've got games <laughs> against these top sides, just round the corner. Bournemouth lost three one against Leeds last night. So they're there for they're there for attacking, just like Huddersfield. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know but the unfortunate thing is, though, Rob, is teams are saying that about us now, aren't they? Oh, ah, Wigan's yeah. there for attacking, and they they think they're coming to our place. Or at home, is, uh, uh, in particular, when we have to travel away, it's now nah, come on, we can do these, man. That's the attitude against. I us. think. I think though, over a season with the squad we've got, I think we've got one of the best. You've just got to settle the best squad in that league. Just got to settle the squad down. Find you, find you first fourteen players because we're going to use your subs, and then just find a settled team and, and get sorted. We're going to try anything the table because they just got rid of the <laughs> Have they? When? Yeah, yeah right. On, uh, on Wednesday. Blows on Today, eh? Okay. No, Wednesday. Oh, you still there? <laughs> yeah, well, also it's gone, yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, so they're below us, are they? One player. Goal difference. To be fair, he got them relegated to. Yeah. Well, no, I, you know, I, I think the Sherman's got them relegated, didn't they? And he's uh, changing the shirt to, to red. I was playing down. Oh, that's, that's the reason why they went down. Yeah. Changing that shirt. That's exactly. Yeah. That was the foul nail. Oh, I'll tell you what, if they yeah. change the socks as well, the club would be busting out. Yeah. It's all the unrest, things like that, called behind. <laughs> right, anyway, let's get back on track here. We've got yes. Ipswich on Monday. Uh, now meeting six, six wins, so drawing two defeats. We've never lost a stone to them, and of the last four times we've played them, we've won. Uh, interesting fact about uh, um, who is it? Ipswich. Ipswich. When you think about who the manager is, it's quite obvious, really, that the leading goal scorer is a defender, Christoph Burra. So we know what to expect, don't we? There's going to be a lot of eyeballs going into the box, set pieces, free kicks. Um, second leading goal scorer is David McGoldrick and, and Murphy. McGoldrick and Murphy, another big lad, McGoldrick, isn't he? Um, and again, they'll be looking for for uh, for the winning free kicks in and around the box. The referee, Andy Woolmer. Only done us once before, and that was uh, when we played at Birmingham last season when we won. Uh, so far this season, he has seven games, 19 yellows, no reds. And also, uh, there's a connection between us and Ipswich on the pitch. Do you know what it is, Gareth? Well, on the subs bench at present, isn't it? Connor Salmon. Yeah, Connor Salmon, the yeah. Connection yeah, yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So Salmon, Salmon. So the big lad up front if he comes on. Yeah. So you can the style of players are, isn't it? You know, we know where they're going to play it. Um, a game made for Barnet. Again. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll not see Barnet. I think we're. I think we'll we'll start live against Birmingham, hopefully, and uh, be fired up from the beginning. I just wonder if if he looks at games. Uh, a little bit different if he looks at playing a little bit negative away from home and very positive at home you know some managers do that well, I remember John Dean in his time here he was very much like he used to always play for a draw away and, and you know beat teams at home because he, he, his philosophy was two points per game so that's how we worked it out a point away three at home gives you two points per game on average and it'll get you up maybe that's what Ross was looking at I, I, I saw yeah, some of the games the game have we got now I was I was watching Still some of the games last season. I was thinking, oh, he's changing his formation here, and I was thinking, this is good. Shows he's tinkering with it. Shows he's got ideas. Now I'm beginning to think, hmm, is he struggling with his formations at the moment? Is he struggling getting the right players doing the right job for him? 
are the players not up to the job he wants them to do? And I, I just think, at this end of the season, this stage of the season, I should say, I don't mind tinkering around and changes and, you know, like trialling this and testing that. We picked up one point now, out of the last six. Monday night, for me, is going to be a real serious test. A big test. Because it's an ideal opportunity for him to ring the changes if he needs to. If he sticks with, with roughly the same lineup as he has done for the last two games, which has not been successful, even though we did get a point. Well, that was roughly the same lineup as one the two games before that. Yeah, it was the same uh -huh. shape as well. Yeah. There's only a thing so different, wasn't it, McCarthy? Yeah. Well, no, it was. It, well, again, we went with one up front, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Two, and it's. Hmm? Rio and Dior was different as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 sorry. So. yeah. It's, it's very easy when you're not getting wins yes. to look at your formation, look at your players, and think something is wrong and, and start swapping them about when the reality can be that actually there's nothing wrong. You just did not win that game for the small margins that football is. And you're actually using the best system and the best players that you've got. Mm. One of the it, things it, it's, a, it's what makes football management such a difficult job. One of the things that's frustrated me though uh, with Rosler, if I'm being honest, is when he first arrived, he he he, he, he talks about this philosophy he wants to play high energy, high pressing football. He pointed to the own game with with Bolton in the first half. This this is how I want us to play. It's Borussia Dortmund style, in the faces, pressing high up the field, winning possession back. That's full of energy. Uh, I watched Dortmund the other night against Arsenal, and they're, they're still playing it two years after they started playing that, that under Klopp. Absolutely brilliant, and it's nothing like what we play whatsoever. Well, we did against we did against yeah, Birmingham. We've seen shares of it. First ten fifteen minutes against Birmingham, we were in the face. We were all over. But it's it's a mentality. It, it, it's a confidence thing. It, it, if you don't get anywhere with it in ten minutes, your natural instinct. If you're trying to play incisive balls and they miss, your natural instinct then is to start playing safer balls. But we don't so play inside, what they do, they get in the faces, they get possession and they flood forward. We don't do that. We, we, we yeah. win the ball, but then but we get one man in the box. They flood forward because they've got the confidence to flood forward. But if that's the way we're playing, you, that confidence comes you, from playing it and building on it and playing and building. You've, got, you've got to, as a manager, as a gaffer, if that's what your intention is, you've got to tell the players, here's what you're doing, get forward and to hell with the consequences. Well, he mustn't be doing it, because but he, well, but if, he, if he was and they weren't doing it, they wouldn't be in the team the week after, and they have been for the last it, year. It, well, if they, don't, if they do do it and they lose the ball and that's the consequence, then the problem you've got then is that you're undermining the the guys on the field and because you dropped your guts I've completely lost my thread and I'm talking nonsense. <laughs> I thought it was making more sense then to be honest. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I, no, it's it's all about having the confidence to play the way that you've been told, the way that you know is gonna work. You know, for for how, how long were we doing it under Martinez? Pass the ball out into the back four, play the ball on the deck across the back four if you need to, and it was costing us goals. But he just said, look, I don't care, that's my fault, I've told you to do that, don't you worry about it, you just keep doing as you're told, it will work out, and sure enough, it did. Now, if, if you're saying to them, press eye up, as soon as we get the ball, flood forward, and then you get caught out at the back a couple of times, if he then walks in the dressing room and says, right, don't be quiet so forward, yeah. you, you're almost trying to put it into the players' minds that the they have to work out what they're supposed to be doing. The trouble with Martinez, and, oh, the, the difference between Martinez and Rosler is the points totals were totally different. Martinez was aiming for the safety net, Rosler's objectives are totally different. Yeah, He's got to get us, this is the second season, we have to get promoted, the money runs out. But that's, that's, not, that's not the, the relevance of the point, the, the point being, if you're saying that is the philosophy, you have to be telling the players, don't care. All you've got to do is stick to the philosophy and let the philosophy work. If the minute the philosophy looks a bit ropey, they start playing it backwards, they start going, you know, playing safe balls, so they're not the one copping for it at the end of the game when it doesn't work, when they don't win. That's when the whole thing as a philosophy doesn't work because you you sort of you're giving the players two messages, you say press high up the pitch, flood forward, but then when the, you get caught out the back, if you're saying to them, you got caught out there, why is that, you didn't do a good job there, what's the problem? 
if you start doing that, their natural instinct is going to be not to flood forward, which means suddenly your philosophy is compromised. Right, Gareth, go on. What are you going to say? We've just played Huddersfield. We've not kept a clean sheet since the 12th of March last year. We managed three goal-scoring opportunities in the penalty area. One from a corner and no goals. It's not good enough. Yeah, but we've gone to Huddersfield on the back of a, a turning over at Blackburn. Are you going to flood forward and try and score goals and then suddenly compromise? Rossler said it was a must win. Mm. Yeah. I think this stage of the but season. But if you say it's a must win, you're also saying. This, this we stage can't of the season, though, is when, when you do that, not at the back end of the season. That last night was the game when you do flood forward mm. rather than at the end of the season when, when you've got them, the points are so important. Every point's important and all that. But if that could have given us the confidence to go on. Anyway, we're getting bogged down in town's flying. So we'll have some predictions. Can I just week. before we do predictions, I'm, I'm just going to use that wonderful old cliche. You know, titles aren't uh, lost at this time of the, the season, but they're certainly embedded and won. And we aren't actually competing just yet. When are we going to start competing? That's what I want to know. Okay, so. Start, but we you, you'd argue Fulham have lost the title already, wouldn't you? Blackpool. Blackpool. Yeah. You'd argue Blackpool lost the title before the season kicked off. Right. We could be here all night arguing this. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll knock it on the head and we'll have some predictions. We'll start off with Gareth. Go on, Gareth. Uh, looking at Ipswich's form. They drawn against Derby and won the last two games 2-0. So the due a defeat. 2-1 Wigan. <laughs> good, right logic. Uh, Rob? I think we're going to be good at home this season. I think teams are going to find it really difficult when they come here. I think it's the away form what's a big issue for us and I think we're going to put in a good performance and I think we're going to win 2-1. Paul? Turn it on again. We, we seem to be good or bad. It's about time we had a good one. 3 1. Turn it on again, Genesis. Oh, no, hang on. 3 0. 3 0. We'll have a clean sheet. more confident. Well, if last Tuesday night's game was a must win, I think this is definitely a must win. Going to be a little bit nervous, but I think we'll pull it off. 2 0. 2 0. Well, I wanted a 7 0 victory in the last one game, but you didn't. You were nearly right. But he didn't play Fortuny and Holt up front as a <laughs> dynamic duo, so I'm, I'm worried now. I'm just thinking. I'll see if I predict a win, if I predict a win, then um, we're going to lose. So if I say a draw, we might win. Right. Okay. So I predict a four-one draw to begin. Excellent. Well, I am that Rob. Uh, I think our own form is going to be blistering this season. Uh, hopefully, that'll carry us through to at least the playoffs. And I think we're in for another three-nil, three-nil win. Uh, I think we're going to do. And then this time we will all be sat around here. Oh, we'll all be bumping again. Yeah. <laughs> we call it predictions. It's not predictions, is it? It's it's hopes. It's hopes. Yeah. Some wishful thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Make up some numbers. We'll turn it on again. Right. Anyway, so that's it for this evening. So it's a good night from me. Good night. Good night. Turn it off again. <laughs>